Welcome to the Weekend Entertainment Edition of the Literature and Film Podcast, a.k.a. The We Laugh. Our mission is to inform you of the latest entertainment choices for the weekend ahead, either at the cinema or streaming at home. And now, from a remote location on the East Coast, in the heart of Flying Bull Production Studios, your host, Richard Lusk and Ryan Bull. Episode 174. It's a wee laugh for the August 26th weekend. I'm your host, Ryan Bull. Join me across the table, as always, is Richard Lusk. How are you, sir? Excellent. Even though summer's ending? Yeah, because that means that good movies are going to come out. Yeah, but don't sleep on the popcorn yet. We got a lot of popcorn. And with three movies out this weekend, you know what's interesting about all three? They're all popcorn movies? (laughs) No. No, 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 because you got Hands of Stone. (laughs) Right. Did you notice anything about all three that they share in common? This jumped off the page at me. Okay, wait a minute. No. They're all rated R. Oh. I can't remember the last time we had a weekend with three R-rated movies yeah, coming weird. out, let alone there are only R-rated movies coming out this weekend. I, I wouldn't have expected Don't Breathe to be R-rated. Gets me excited about it. Huh. So, uh, you want to start with Don't Breathe? Sure. All right. Uh, Don't Breathe comes to us from director Freddy Alvarez. Freda. Freda? Freda. All right. Whatever. You're not close friends with him like I am. Uh, he did the remake of Evil Dead a couple of years ago. It stars Stephen Lang, Jen, Jane Levy, and Dylan Minnett. Uh, there's some friends who break into a blind man's house to try and rob him, but then he turns the tables on him. <laughs> yeah. Looks good. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's highly rated. You said you wanted to do this as a review show. It's highly rated. Plus, I've been digging on Stephen Lang ever since he starred in Avatar. Right. He played the evil military guy. Miles Quaritch. Yeah. And he's going to be in Avatar 2, 3, and 4. Yeah. But I thought something happened to him in Avatar 1 that would have made that hard. Uh, I think Sigourney Weaver is supposed to be coming back, too. So he's not going to be in 6 and 7, though? I don't know. Uh-oh. They're also trying to get him to be in Deadpool 2. They want him to play Cable. Okay, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, he looks is. a lot yeah. like the cable comic right. book character. So he's an I, interesting guy. I, I'm digging the guy. It's an R-rated horror movie. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of inventive. There's some interesting stuff going on with cinematography. I think sound design is going to be a big part, and that's hard to judge from trailers. 88 minutes. Mm-hmm. So even if it's bad, it's not going to be bad for that long. <laughs> <laughs> it could move along crisply. Uh, yeah, I, I could be in with this movie. I like Stephen Lang. I like uh, what he's done. He did a one-man show called Beyond Glory, a one-man movie about uh, Medal, Honor, Medal of Honor winners. I think I saw it on Netflix. But he's So he's in the Beyond Glory movie. It was a one-man stage production, whatever. They made a movie out of it. He's also in a movie called Beyond Valkyrie, which <laughs> is coming out in a couple of years, like 2017, I think. Like a World War II thing? Yeah, it's the sequel to Valkyrie, about the failed assassination attempt on Hitler. So he's into the beyond, this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... I, you, I, can, I you could convince me to go see this. The marketing for the movie says, though, that there's a twist. It says, this is the greatest twist of all time. Now, I'm not uncomfortable saying that there's a twist, but I do have a question about whether or not the marketing of a twist ruins the twist. In the movie, does that? I mean, I, it might change. The, it changes your viewing of the entire movie. I hope it's not the Zatochi twist. 
Zatochi's a famous samurai movie series in Japan. He's the blind samurai. But then you find out he's not really blind. That's what I was trying to say. Like, if you have a movie about a blind guy. Or, or I'm sorry, not in some of the Zatochi ones, he truly is blind. <laughs> That's been some revisionist history. Don't want to piss off our samurai fans. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good way to go. You ruined an entire film series with that one. Way to spoil that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It changes the viewing of the movie. All right. The, the I, I interpretation, didn't know that, so you just ruined it for me. It says twist. There's big twist. I don't know what the twist is. I didn't. Ru- I didn't mean to ruin it for you. It's the marketing. I'm not going out of I've my way. I've never meant to spoil movies for you. <laughs> yes, <happens>. you have. <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. So if we don't go see Don't Breathe, what else could we go watch? There's Hands of Stone that's coming out. Another R-rated movie directed and written by Jake and J- J- Jonathan Jacobowitz. Uh, director of the TV series Lynch. That's the only thing I saw that he had done. It's about the legendary Roberto Duran and his equally legendary trainer Ray Arcel and their impact on one another's lives. So uh, Roberto Duran was a boxer in the 80s. There's a 30 for 30s movie uh, about his experience with Sugar Ray Leonard. He's the no Moss fighter. Yeah, yeah. And Sugar Ray Leonard goes down to Panama to confront him about that. To confront him about why he quit, and um, I think the middle of the eighth round, he just—that was their second fight, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was their second. There was a third fight after that, so you would think that he wouldn't have to wait thirty-five years to go down <laughs> to ask him about. It. He could have asked him at the third fight. Huh. He said, "Hey, man, what was up with the no boss? Yeah, what do you feel about Usher playing Sugar Ray Leonard? I—I I don't feel anything really because I'm just finding out that Usher is playing Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh-huh. Is he—is he that important to the to this movie? I thought it was the relationship between Ray Arcel and Roberto Duran. That's how the movie was originally marketed, but the last trailer seemed to try and have parallels between both of these men's lives. Oh. You know, that they're on kind of a collision course with each other. Maybe uh, because more people know who Sugar Leonard is than or care about him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Edgar Ramirez. I'm not huge on him. He was in Joy. He played her ex-husband in that movie. He was also in the remake of Point Break. He played Brody. Mm-hmm. The Patrick Swayze character. Dude. I mean, you and, and no that. one can do you, Swayze. Well, nobody watched that movie but you. <laughs> he was also in The Counselor. He was pretty good in that. He's going to be in Gold. Uh, the movie coming out at yeah. the end of the year we've been talking about a little bit. Yeah, the Matthew McConaughey film. Uh, when I first heard about that they were making a movie about Roberto Duran I was in, but now I've, I've since heard that it might be sort of by the numbers um, boxing movie and those numbers they're kind of easy they're like even numbers now and they're easy for me to follow and i don't, i like being surprised by movies as evidenced by our, last week's review of hell or high water so if i don't feel like there's a chance i'll be surprised by it i'm less inclined to want to go see it however this does star john tuturo as frankie carbo now that guy is a pretty interesting boxing promoter if you know anything about frankie carbo because he was one of the first, uh, he was in Murder Inc. Like in in the he he may have been responsible for the uh, for multiple murders in New York City as a mobster, and then he became a boxing promoter. Wasn't Murder Inc. the Jewish mobsters? No, uh, he was an Italian. I'm, no, I the Italian. They, they murdered a Jewish mobster in, uh, okay. and that was famously oh portrayed in the uh, in the Godfather movies. I, I can't think of his name. Yeah, he he may or may not have been behind that 
he's he's been attached to that famous murder, but uh, Bugsy Siegel. He was attached to the famous murder of Bugsy Siegel. I think he was murdered in uh, Vegas. But anyway, that guy is really interesting. He's got a really interesting life. They couldn't get him on being a, 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 a mafia guy, but they did nail him on managing boxers without a license. He spent like 25 years in prison. Wow. They, yeah. take, they take that stuff seriously. Yeah. Huh. They did the Capone route on him. Yeah, I'm worried it's going to be a little rote, but yeah. It's got Alan Barkin in it. Yeah. You know, De Niro's uh, in this. I'm sure super fan Tony C is going to go or want to go see this. He's a big De Niro fan. He also really loves boxing films. So I know this is right up his alley. Well, if we don't go see either one of those two movies, then what's our last choice of major religions? I think the major guiltiest popcorniest film of this weekend is The Mechanic Resurrection. It's a Jason Statham film. This mm-hmm. is the sequel to the 2011 film The Mechanic, which also had Ben Foster, who was in uh, Hell or High Water. And I think I mentioned on that review that that's the first place I really noticed Ben Foster okay. and, and liked him. I like The Mechanic. Okay. And it's a remake of the Charles Bronson, or uh, 1972 film. Right. It, it Kind of a reimagining, you know, because Jason Statham is arguably a little more athletic than Charles Bronson was in the 70s. Did The Mechanic die at the end of The Mechanic? No. No, no. He, well, he survived. How, how can he get resurrected? How can he be the Christ figure of the title? Well, because Mechanic he's got to go save Jessica Alba. She's been kidnapped by evil Tommy Lee Jones, who's really hamming it up in a way he hasn't done since Batman Forever, where he played Two-Face. Apparently, Jason Statham has to um, commit a bunch of murders, but make them look like accidents in like 36 hours, or Jessica Alba dies. Tommy Lee Jones looks like a version of Billy Bob Thornton doing an imitation of Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) In the the one trailer I did watch, because I didn't even know anything about this movie, but I'd like Jason Statham movies. I love that Tommy Lee Jones is back doing movies. He's been in this. Uh, this will be the back. Third movie. You said this before. He's not. He's never really gone away. He's I, been doing movies for 150 years. I know. I remember him doing like No Country for Old Men, what five <laughs> six years ago. And then I don't really remember him doing anything. And he then, was in Criminal. He was in the yeah. Homesman. Okay, Homesman. Okay, yeah, right. yeah. So he pops up in Ho- Homesman three years ago. <laughs> no, he's been and then I go stuff. see Criminal. I didn't know he pops up in that. I'm like. Oh, look, Tommy Lee Jones is back. And then he was in the Bourne movie. Every time you turn around, there's is a new Tommy Lee Jones movie coming out. I'm so excited. Big <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones fan. All right. So with that, Statham, I think, is one of the best action uh, actors around. The problem is he just doesn't do good movies. He's yeah. always good in them. And I then, think he's, I mean, I loved Homefront. A lot of people didn't like that movie. It's not highly rated. But for me, it was the Pacific Rim of dumb action movies. <laughs> I'm never upset with myself when I watch a Statham movie. I think the lower the budget, the better the movie when it comes to action movies. Like this movie has, I believe that this movie will be better than any uh, Furious, Fast and Furious movie. Like I'll enjoy it. Not that it'll be better. People love those movies. Uh People go to see them in droves. Isn't Fast and Furious 7 like the fastest selling movie of all time or Maybe it's fastest to like a billion. I mean, yes, it, it's made a ton. They just finished filming the eighth one. Yeah, I and heard apparently about that. Diesel yeah. and The Rock have some yeah. beef. I wonder if Statham was involved in that. I break it up, boys. Right? I don't know. He yeah. seems well liked. That guy. I liked Statham. Yeah, he was great in Homefront. So, um, and then Jessica Alba. She was in one of your favorite action movies of the last year or so. Sin City. Barely Lethal. Oh yeah, she was in Barely <laughs> Lethal. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, that was more of a comedy though. You still enjoyed it. So. Yeah, but <laughs> she's going to be in a, a movie. I, 
I don't know if it's come out yet or not, but it's called Dear Eleanor. And it's about the search for Ro- Eleanor Roosevelt. The search for Eleanor yeah. Roosevelt? We, we lost her? We I misplaced did, yeah, her? Yeah, I didn't know that she was ever missing. Huh. So, I, don't know. I like it. So, uh, three movies. We'll probably either go see Hands of Stone or Don't Breathe and do a review next week. Yeah, I guess. I'm, I'm, you could convince me to go see either one of those two movies. I mean, I, I'd push for Don't Breathe. I, I think that's going to be kind of fun. Okay. I don't, I don't mind. I, Boom. I don't mind. Boom. Cause we're I don't know why I waste my points on <laughs> these weeks. What do you mean? Like trying to convince me to go see a movie that I'm predisposed to go see? Anyway? I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out this fall. There are a lot of busy weekends, and it's going to be hard a couple of these weekends oh, to, to choose yeah, yeah. what we review. And I'm wasting my points on Don't Breathe. But you know what? I'm not going to sleep we on Don't Breathe. <laughs> I, I, is there ever a situation... Can you ever be in a situation where you hear those words? That's actually a good thing. Like, has anyone ever said "Don't breathe" and you're actually in a good situation? It's like a, a if a phone if the phone rings after ten o'clock at night. Generally, that's nothing good comes out of that. Pretty much anything that has to do with your five um, senses. If someone says "Don't do that," you're not in for a good thing, <laughs> right? Don't look. You really don't want to look. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Um, don't I, smell. Strangely. Smell this is just as bad. Usually, smell this is the thing that people say that makes you like turn around. But if, uh, like, conversely, like breathe, if someone just says breathe, then you're probably in a pretty bad situation. I can't think of a good situation where don't breathe is something you want to (laughs) hear. Are you ever in a situation like you're drowning? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you you shouldn't try breathing underwater, (laughs) it doesn't work out too well. So, uh, those are the three films. You got anything, uh, streaming to pick from? You know it is the Amazon Prime pilot season. They just had one. Uh, there were two movies, two things that they wanted to pick up for series, and one of them they actually did. And I never talked about is the Last Tycoon, which was uh, the one of the novels written by J. Uh, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. It was an un- unfinished novel by F. Scott Fitzgerald, and there was a movie called The Last Tycoon that starred Robert De Niro. So Tony C. might know that movie. Uh, and they've picked that up for a series. But now, that was only at the beginning of the summer. Now, the seasons turn very quickly for uh, Amazon Prime because there's another Prime pilot season out there. And there are three uh, television shows to talk about that may or may not get picked up. One of them is called John Claude Van Johnson, which I think that you saw. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This, um, uh, and in fact, anyone can go watch these uh, pilots. They're free right, right now. Right. You can. That's exactly Thank you for making that point. You can go and uh, log on to Amazon, check out these movies. You don't have to have Amazon Prime, do you? No. Uh, and that's how you got to watch it? No, you haven't. I, I have Prime, yeah. but anyone could go do this. This is executive produced by Ridley Scott, so the production values are up there. We know that he's the better of the two Ridleys. No, <laughs> sorry. Thank he's you. not as good as Tony Ridley. <laughs> Thank you. You agree with me, finally. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme comes out of retirement to put on the mantle of his alter ego, undercover private contractor Jean-Claude Johnson. And, uh, and then he's in a reimagined movie of a film version of Huckleberry Finn, just called Huck. So that's a part of it, and there's a love element or something. I think this is the movie, that, or this is the series that's going to be picked up. Of the three. Right. But there are two others, and one of them is the remake of The Tick. I never saw the original television show. I think it was on the WB Network or something, maybe USA. I watched the cartoon a little bit. I never watched the live action. A lot of people really love them some Tick. 
for some reason. Uh, the director of this is Wally Pfister, who was the cinematographer for Inception and The Dark Knight. Uh, and I think his only other directing credit was Transcendence. But this involves muscle-bound antenna-sporting superhero The Tick, who is recovering from memory loss and reteams with his sidekick, Arthur, to fight evil, based on the comic book character created by Ben Edlund. So it's got a lot of an interesting cult following going on. Stars Peter Serafinowicz, Griffin Newman, and Jackie Earl Haley makes an appearance in this movie as well. Or television series as well. The last television series that we both saw him in together that I can remember was Preacher. That oh, was highly he was great rated. in that. Yeah, he was pretty good in that. And then the final uh, show on the Amazon Prime pilot week is I Love Dick, which you're going to be interested in because it's a, it's a feminist take on the experience of, uh, of a woman played by Catherine Hahn, and I know you're into feminism now. But it also stars Kevin Bacon. I'm a big fan of the bacon. And Griffin Dunn. And uh, it centers on a struggling married couple and their mutual obsession with an off-putting and charismatic professor named Dick. <laughs> they go to Texas, and he has this... He, this this guy is a millionaire type, and he collects intellectuals around him and puts them into, like, a think, think tank. Think tank. And allows them i guess he gives them like grant money and allows them to experience themselves and their life in a uh a creative fashion and she becomes inspired by him and sort of put off by her wife anyway it's it's pretty funny actually it's it's a good show but it's probably the least likely to get picked up for a long term um to, to be part yeah. of the syndication on Amazon i think most likely Jean-Claude Van Johnson or the Tick uh, along with the untitled Woody Allen project, which has gone straight to series, so huh. it's coming up. So interesting, yeah. So there you go. So check those out. Right. Enjoy them. The John Claude Van Johnson at least acts as a little mini movie, and you can, I mean, you can be satisfied with it, it with its ending. So even if you don't, if it doesn't get picked up as a series, you can still be happy. Yeah, you can do it as a companion piece to JCVD. Uh, Felicia Rashad is in it. She makes an appearance. So, it's a good one. I like it. I like that Amazon does uh, these uh, free pilot seasons. You get to see lot. some of the process. They have a lot that's coming out. They're 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 well, doing the Jack Ryan series. Yeah, they. Uh, I mean, but that's the whole thing with pilots. You've got to like put up the money for five or six of these and hope that one hits. That's enough for you to go to series. And then of the f- shows that go to series, you're hoping like one out of ten really does well. Well, there's there's two movies or two shows that they have that are going direct to the season. And one of them is the Jack Ryan. Oh, okay. There's also Trial, but there was a movie or a show that came out at the same time as the last tycoon tycoon called The Interestings, which we didn't talk about because it wasn't really that interesting. I think if you make a title of a of a movie and call it the interestings, then you're trying to like force someone into liking it. <laughs> but it had Lauren Ambrose in it. She was pretty good, but the movie, the the show was horrible and it didn't get picked up. So I don't know why I'm talking about it. What should I get? If I go out to see anything on the red box, red box has a great movie coming out this weekend. Yeah. And by great, I mean, pulpy in all the best ways. It's right. like a step up from a lifetime movie of the week. Uh, they had trailers for this well over a year ago. The movie is called Careful What You Wish For. It stars uh, 
Dermot Maroney, Isabel Lucas, and Nick Jonas. Isabel Lucas is probably best known for doing Transformers 3. She was the Megan Fox replacement, supermodel, Victoria's Secret, runway, all that stuff. She's the wife of Dermot Maroney. He's abusive. She doesn't like him. So she befriends a young Nick Jonas, like 20-year-old college kid who's, for the summer, been hired to clean up their sailboat. But she starts having an affair with him, and then things get kind of murdery, and she plays a great femme fatale. You can pretty much see all the twists coming, so this is a good movie to test your movie IQ, Ah. I feel like, you know, because you can watch it and you know the beats, but they're done pretty well. The cinematography's great. And I kind of like Isabel Lucas. Uh, You know, I didn't have high hopes that she could act too well, but she pulls off the femme fatale pretty well. And I wish movies would go back to having femme fatales. You don't see them very often now. So, you know, it's not film noir. It's too brightly lit for that. But uh, kind of in the vein of like wild things, if you (laughs) like that. Another feminist tome. Yeah, well, this is by a female director, Isabel Allen Rosenbaum, who's done a bunch of episodes of Mistresses. Mm-hmm. It kind of has that vibe. My wife's real big on Mistresses, so I've watched a fair amount. So, you know, if you kind of like that pulpy drama, Lifetime feel. Awesome. Go watch it. Mr. Bull, you've become a feminist, man. You're I'm very open-minded. Right? Yeah. That's good. So, uh, so three movies coming out this weekend for August 26th. We're going to go watch and review Don't Breathe. Also coming out is the boxing movie Hands of Stone. And you've got another Jason Statham movie with The Mechanic Resurrection. Uh, Lusk has told you to go watch the Amazon pilot season. There are three shows for you to go watch. And I'm telling you to go by Redbox and pick up careful what you wish for. So that's the show. Thank you for joining me, L-Train. Thank you. There be dragons. Oxide Bone Thank you.